the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. This is Rob Black on 910 AM. It's a show primarily about money, but it's about a lot of other stuff, too. And if there's anything about it you don't like, it might be about your mama. Rob doesn't sell anything. He's not trying to get you to buy something. He's just telling you what he thinks. The decisions you make about your money are up to you. If you do something stupid, it's not his fault. And if you buy something and make a gajillion dollars from it, nice work, genius. It's Rob Black on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's Rob Black. I'm Rob Black. Took a day off yesterday. I don't do that very often. Been here since March, and what have I missed, three days or so? Not many. Not many. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. And we can talk anything you want to. Ultimately, I refer to this as your show. It's odd that it's called the Rob Black Show. It should be called the Your Show, not the Rob Black Show. But it is, honestly, any financial opinion or second opinion that you want to run by me, that's great. That's great. Um, I'm here for you on so many levels. We could talk about money. We could talk about kids and money. We could talk about investing in money. We could talk about retirement and money. Whatever you want to talk about. I just I got to throw in that, that, that money angle. We could talk about sex and money. Sex and money. Um, over the weekend, over the weekend, uh, a lot of people out, you know, show pictures of their kids. I'm like, Ooh, you got twins. I was like, that's a $500,000 impregnation that you had there. 500,000. What's that mean? From age zero to 17, it costs about $250,000 on average to raise a kid. That's a lot of money, right? You have two of them. Boom. $500,000. Later today, my radio bosses are going to go meet my television bosses, and I'm frightened out of my mind on this concept. Let me give you an idea why. Because on radio, I can say having twins will cost you $500,000. That's a lot of money. And I'll be honest with you. A lot of people in the United States are poor because they had kids early. Because they had kids before they figured out their careers. Because they had kids before they figured out their jobs. Because they had kids before they figured out if they loved their spouse or not. Nothing better than sexy time. I think we all agree on that. But there's a financial consequence. And on TV, I can't say that. I can't say a lot, a lot of poor people are poor because they had kids. I can't say that. It's so impolitically or unpolitically correct. Or it's politically incorrect. That's what I'm trying to say. TV freaks out. My TV bosses at one point in time when I first started in television eight years ago had a goatee. I still have a goatee. Got a little bit more gray hair in it now than it did then. But my TV boss, I named Craig Marks. I shouldn't say his name, but to hell with it, right? What are they going to do, fire me? Let him. You would fire me if you give me a six-pack of beer, I'll leave radio. Anyone who wants to give me a six-pack of beer, I'll quit. I'm done. 
That's my compensation. It's all I'm looking for as far as severance goes. So anyway, my TV boss, Craig Marks, he, uh, he says, you got to shave the goatee. I'm like, what? He goes, you got to shave the goatee. And uh, I go, I'm Generation X. I'm young. I'm a punk. I'm, I'm a financial punk. Um, ooh. Ooh. I think I just came up with a new name of the show, The Financial Punk. Something close to that. Something close to that. Anyway. Um, he goes, no, no, you got to shave it. Because on TV, people will turn the channel and they'll see your goatee and they'll think you're the devil. And they'll change the channel. Just like that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you, you really think people are that stupid? And he goes, people are that stupid. They've tested people to see before. If a newscaster's got a goatee, is he trustworthy or not? Turns out he's not. And my new TV bosses are great. But Craig Marks, ultimately, he had to take a... Craig, Mar, um, Craig Mars. It's Mars, not with an X. It's with an S. I uh, just remember that. He had to take a job in Alabama. <laughs> not a good part of Alabama, either. Part of Alabama that's got trailers. Part of Alabama where, you know, you're programming Smokey and the Bandit as your, your Saturday night movie. You're 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 catering to the, the trailers. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine. Get your calls in there. So I'm I'm a little nervous. My TV bosses gonna meet my radio bosses later today. Oh, you know what I was gonna do? And this just shows you. Today's eleven ten, right? I had this great gag or this great thing in my head there where I was gonna go on eleven ten at ten ten on nine ten. Rob Black's. You ask for change. Rob Black's going to change. I was going to do this big thing and to do a more stimulating talk, but to be quite honest with you, I got busy. It was a great concept, though, because it was going to be totally making fun of my radio bosses. You remember when on, on 910, at 910, you asked for change? And what happens? We let go of Savage. That wasn't exactly revolutionary. So I was going to try to make fun of it, but ultimately I just didn't have enough time. We can talk anything you want to talk about. Making fun of your bosses, good idea, bad idea. In this economy, it is a very, very, very bad idea. My fallback is I'm going to be a soccer coach, or my fallback is I'm going to open up a bar. So I got a fallback plan in case I do lose my radio and TV gigs. Now, Google today, they said they're going to buy mobile advertising startup AdMob, $750 million in stock. Google's going to be one of the biggest companies of your lifetime. They still got room to grow, but I'll tell you, it's volatile, and it ain't for everyone. Pfizer. They said they're going to close six of their 20 research sites as it digests the Wyeth takeover. That's not good. Healthcare sector is getting a lot of cuts. And what I want Pfizer to do is come up with a cure for baldness. I want Pfizer to come up with a, a cure for getting the hair off my feet. No, I don't have hair on my feet. Um, I want Pfizer to come up with, I want them to come up with cool drugs so that I can like start doing cool things like um, reverses crack addiction so I can go out and be a crack addict. Uh, reverses heart damage so I can go out and, you know, drink butter with every meal. I want that. I want that so bad. But Pfizer's going to have to cut cut costs. This is a day and age of cutting costs. Um, Pfizer, they make Viagra. And I told you that probably the most disgusting and most upsetting thing I had to do was I was in CVS not too long ago and I heard the 60-year-old guy talking with the pharmacist about the difference between Pfizer and Cialis and, and how it made him feel. And I, ugh, ugh. Only thing worse than your parents having sex is other 60-year-olds having sex. So, yeah, I'm a little upset that Pfizer's doing cutbacks, and I think you should be too. And, again, that brings up the damnation game. Damnation game is Pfizer makes a lot of money in the United States. They make a little less money in Canada, a little less money in Africa. But they make a lot of money in the United States because we're willing to pay for stuff that makes hair grow on top of our heads. We're willing to pay for stuff that, you know, unclogs our arteries. We're willing to pay a premium 
And at what point in time does that become a conflict of interest with society? You know, drug company, billions of profits. Drug company, eh, shutting down factories now, shutting down research sites. Telling scientists, eh, go get a job at Home Depot. You, you could cure cancer, but go get a job at Home Depot. Because we got to make profits. Interesting dilemma. Sprint next also, they're going to shed 2,000 2,500 jobs. Ooh. Ooh. That's a fun sound, isn't it? I had a dream last night. Ooh, it's 1010 on 910. No, no, it's 1010 on 1110 on 910. I had a dream last night that I was surrounded with seals dressed up as R2-D2, and it was an opera. It was a space opera, so everyone was floating, and the seals were going, art, 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 and they were R2-D2. One of them was Yoda, and he didn't actually talk other than to say art. So, And this went on for about 45 minutes. If you want an annoying dream, have seals bark at you for 45 minutes dressed as R2-D2. Pretty annoying. Ooh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has leapt. Yesterday was a big day. I wasn't here and the market was up. I should take more days off, right? So the market was up huge, Mongo. One of the reasons the market's up huge, Mongo, right now And, you know, we keep hearing about U.S. Treasury debt. Oh, debt's bad. Oh, debt's bad. Right? We hear that. Well, the good thing about it is that the cost of debt's cheap right now. Cost of debt for you is cheap. Mortgage debt. You can get a mortgage now for 5, 5 5.5%. That's amazing. That's a miracle. That's like God parting the clouds and saying, cheap mortgage money for you. Corporations can get debt cheap. Who did I see borrow money? Who was it that I saw borrow money? Oh, Cisco Systems borrowed $5 billion at 2.9%. What do you think Cisco's going to do with that? Do you think they can get a return on investment better than 2.9%? Hell yeah, they can. So we like cheap money. We like the fact that we're, we're, bar- we're borrowing money from China. You hear, keep hearing about China borrowing our debt, right? China's borrowing our debt. They're buying our debt. So we're borrowing money from China is the basic idea. We're paying them back at 2%. We're not paying them back at 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 15%. This isn't crazy, crazy, you know, lender on the street corner beating us up for the money. Although China has a pimp on the street corner, kind of as a nice image, isn't it? As far as they own America's debt, 800 347, no, no, 800-345-5639. A little bit out of practice. Give me a break. Art, art, art. Are 45 minutes of seals dressed up as R2-D2 barking at me. Now, that's not fair. That's, that's Chewbacca. Chewbacca's cool. Always wanted to be Chewbacca for Halloween, and I just didn't, couldn't figure it out. Let's get to Tom in San Mateo. Tom? Yeah, hey, Rob. I've got a question for you here. i got a 401k with a company that's about to go... Uh, Belly up, and I suppose I want to roll it over into an IRA, uh-huh. and I'd like to get a uh, self-directed IRA, and I'm interested in purchasing some real estate with it. Don't do it. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a fool. Don't like it? <laughs> Why? Well, what I really wanted to know is if you could leverage that money and get a loan along with it, or do you just have to make 100% purchases with that money? No, you could, you could leverage it, but you're an idiot if you do it, Tom. Well, you don't think you could guide something kind of towards your retirement? Tom, you're an idiot if you do it. Why do you Why do you challenge me? I'm the <laughs> stock god. I'm the man with money knowledge that's greater than the average Joe's. Okay, here's what you want to do. Tom, you want to leverage money? Go out and get a freaking mortgage. Buy a house. 
Don't put it in an IRA. An IRA is tax efficient. A house is tax efficient. Right? There's no, yeah. there's no advantage of doing it. None. Zip. Zilch. The person that's telling you to do it is in the real estate business, and they're trying to make a commission off you because you're a sucker. <laughs> okay. All right. So leave it in uh, the company's 401k. Well, how do you feel about how do you feel about the company's 401k? Well, it's just fidelity choices. You okay. know, it's it's been muddling along. You know, some people love their current 401k, and some people hate it. Tom. So we, we've killed the idea of buying land or buying real estate in an IRA. Horrible mistake. Horrible, horrible, horrible mistake. Now, if you want to buy real estate investment trusts as, say, 10, 20% of your, your IRA, that's fine. Okay, so we've killed that idea. Now, your company's going belly up. It's going bankrupt. Um, the 401K is in your name. They can't touch it. If they go bankrupt, it's not like it goes bankrupt. Now, the downside is companies like Enron, a lot of times, would tell employees, go buy a lot of our shares, and we'll give you a 10, 20% discount. Um, and then a lot of people would buy 100% of their 401k in the company, and then it goes belly up, and you do lose everything. So um, Right. I, I don't have any stock. The company doesn't have any stock. It's just all Fidelity Mutuals. And- oh, good. So it comes down to right now is if you feel comfortable with the choices you have, you keep it. If you go, you know what? They had some crappy product in here. They had these American funds that are kind of goofy and weird with high fees. Then you would call 800-FIDELITY and say, I need to do a, a rollover IRA. And they would gladly help you do that. And they'll walk you through the process, Tom. They'll even scratch your back and make you feel good. Like they'll, they'll put the y- little yellow post-its that say sign here when they send out paperwork. They're really yeah. a great company to work with. Okay. So thanks for the call, Tom. Uh, My opinion on Fidelity is that it's probably one of the greatest companies in America. They're a privately held company. They're very conservative. They look out after the average Joe. If I were to start a company, I would want it to be the best in practices like Fidelity. Quickly squeezing Carl into what Carl wants. Carl? Oh, hi, Rob. How are you? Good. I'm calling because I was watching uh, CNBC this morning, and they were talking about funds where you could sleep well at night. And they mentioned the Vanguard short-term federal. So I went on Yahoo, and I kind of took a look and to see what, what its holdings are, and I noticed that it has included in there like uh, Fannie Mae bonds. And I'm getting a little uh, concerned about that because uh, I know right now people are, are getting these FHA mortgages with 3.5% down, and it almost sounds like it's a little bit better than those subprime when, when you know you just had to show that your breath would fog a mirror. But, you know, 3.5% down doesn't seem like a whole lot of risk in a the market goes down, will Freddie, I guess what I want to know is, are those uh, FHA bonds secure, and when you put your money in a fixed income fund, are you at risk if they uh, go belly up? You would be at risk if they go belly up. The question is, are you at risk if Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, uh, and Jenny May go belly up? Um, which fund are you talking about particularly? Is it the Vanguard Short-Term Federal ADM? Yeah, I was looking. That's the one that they were talking about on CNBC as as about the safest place to put your money, other than I guess treasuries and 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 CDs, which of course I prefer. I prefer Ginny May funds. But what I'm going to do, Carl, is because I'm up against the clock, I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to come back and talk about this particular fund and give some uh, some extra insight on it. I would personally instantly jump to a Ginny May fund because that money is backed by government dollars. 
Um, whereas Fannie Mae, yes, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have borrowed billions from the government. And so far, the government's shown increased ability to say, we'll do whatever we can to keep funding these companies, even if they do go belly up. So there is some safety in that because our government, for better or for worse, we honor our commitment by printing more money if we have to. Um, so I'll talk a little bit more about it, Carl. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639. Get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. Can anyone analyze my dream? 45 minutes of seals yelling at me as if they're R2-D2. Art, 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 art. I kept wanting to go, say, 2-D2. Like, throw in a couple more sounds. 800-345-5639. Get your calls in there. It's the Rob Black Show. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. You know, I'm reading through the Wall Street Journal this morning. They're kind enough to give me a free newspaper. And I think everyone should read the Wall Street Journal, and not because they give me a free newspaper, but because it's a really good read. I think it's the best writing, that in the New York Times. New York Times is a little bit better writing, but Wall Street Journal does a good job of, of getting back to money. Um, they've got, they've got some really good books out there. They really do. And I'm going to put my producer on top of this one. Stacey Bradford just came out with, um, a new book called financial guidebook for new parents. Wall street journal does these kind of, uh, easy to read 150 page books on investing on real estate on being new parents. And, And they typically call it financial guidebook for real estate, financial guidebook for Invested. It's not really super rocket science, but these are some, they're, they're almost like Bibles. They're good. They're really, really good. Um, and the Wall Street Journal doesn't really take the angle of, ooh, let's sex it up. Let's make it crazy. They're kind of basic and boring. And, you know, in, in the world of investing, basic and boring is sexy. Basic and boring is Pamela Anderson just busting out of her top. Basic and boring is, is sexy. It's sexy. Um, Last caller brought up an incredibly boring fund, the Vanguard Short-Term Federal Administration Funds. So it's tied towards, yes, holdings in um, government-backed securities. It's pretty damn safe. Unless you think that Obama is going to be taken out of power. Unless you think our banking system is going to fail. Unless you think the Federal Reserve is going to go bankrupt. Some people think that. But I think if that happens, we're going to have a lot bigger problems than your investment and losing some value. Would I put my mother in Vanguard short-term federal ad? Absolutely. Take her symbol as VSGDX. But I prefer to do a Fannie Mae fund, a Ginny Mae fund. A little bit more bang for the buck. Let's go to Ken and Stoma. Ken? Good morning. Good morning. Um, I've got two boys uh, in college here in California. Congratulations. Thank you. My, my wife and I started saving for their education expenses, very young age, and uh, we've been using a little bit of the money out of a 529 plan, but I realize that I'm going to have quite a bit left over by the time they graduate. And wow, that's I, a good problem to have. Yeah. I, I, it occurred to me, listening to your program, you know, that you know, it, the sooner you start re- saving for retirement, the better off you are. Right. And so I was wondering about the possibility of, they both have summer jobs, they make a little bit of money, uh, you know, like three, $4,000 a year. Yep. 
um, of taking that money out since I can take it out. Uh, With a penalty? Well, well, they've got qualified expenses. Okay, good, um, good. So I could take the money out, and once I have it, of putting that into a, a Roth IRA for them uh, in maybe an ETF or something. I didn't know if there's a better choice of doing something with that money. So you would be paying for, like, their rent, and they would be, instead of paying rent, they would be putting money in a Roth? Yeah, well, you know, I, I pay all their tuition and room okay. and board, so, you know, I, I'm doing that already without using the 529 money. But if I, I could take it out and then I'd have this chunk of money. Why not use the 529 money? Well, that's what I'm using. The okay. 529 money. And you're just not running out of it. I'm not running out of it and I'll have it left over. Okay. And are you or your wife ever going to go back to school or anything like that? No. No? And the kids maybe graduate school or are they going to be done when they're done? Well, I think they're going to be done when they're done. Maybe maybe graduate school. Maybe master. I've got like 40000 left and I'm just thinking of like maybe, um, you know, three thousand a year putting it into a, a Roth IRA, um, just getting in my head start. Yeah, absolutely. And um, your situation is a pretty good situation to be in, Ken, and thanks for the call. Um, to recap, he's used a 529 plan and he overfunded it. And you can use a 529 plan. I wish it wasn't called 529 plan. It confuses people. It's, it's one of those tax codes that we don't need to know the number. It's like 401k. We've quickly learned that's I think a 401k should be called your nest egg fund kind of thing. It'd make a little bit more sense to people. It wouldn't be so numerical. Um, as far as the extra, if he can pay for expenses while they fund a Roth with their earned income, I think that's ideal. As long as it's tied towards their education in some way, shape, or form, room and board, books. I think that's ideal. You get into a situation, though, when you take the money out and you don't use it for educational purposes or room and board, then you get, are going to get a penalty. Now, here's the kicker. Let's say this is a horrible story, and I hate saying this. Let's say you have a kid, and you fund a 529 with a million dollars, $25,000, and it grows into a million dollars over the next 20 years, and your kid dies. Some rare disease comes and takes them. The money grew tax-deferred. It's still better to take the penalty. You've already paid the taxes on it, so all you do is pay the penalty because you're putting in after-tax dollars. It still would have been better to have it tax deferred and pay that penalty. It sucks that you're paying a penalty, but it's still better than having just saved it in a regular account. So with that said, yeah, absolutely. If You're a good dad. I mean, congratulations on getting two boys into college and through college and having enough money saved. Now, as far as helping them with a Roth, I think you're, you're going above and beyond. Um, not only did you change their diapers when they had poop all over their bodies and their 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 male parts would have fallen off. Um, but you got kids that got good enough grades to get in school and you got kids that are going through college. If you can help them with a Roth, I think you're you're the dad of the year and I'm really proud of you. Um, you've raised some good kids. I mean, you really, you really have. In this day and age, just to get a kid through college without a jail sentence, <laughs> I think makes you glorious. Um, and yeah, even if you have to pay the penalties, I pay the penalties at this point in time to start pulling that money out. Um, unless you think one of them is going to go and get an MBA and then something along those lines. So talk to your kids a little bit and uh, help them with the Roth IRA and help them with the cost. As, drain that 529 as fast as you can because you overfunded it. And thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. When the DC sniper, I was moving to the Bay Area right when the DC sniper was happening and he's going to get executed tonight. And let me explain something real quick. It was pretty darn scary because... All of his 10 shots, all the 10 people that he killed, 
and he and three others were critically injured all happened typically within 30 miles of each other. D.C. is a pretty cool little city because it's got a beltway around it that goes through northern Virginia and then through southern Maryland and back around and back around and back around. And there was one person who really reached further out then for that. Um, but my Home Depot, someone got their head blown off at my Home Depot. And, you know, it was tense. And that is someone who deserves to die to put that kind of fear into a community. Could you imagine if someone at your Home Depot had their head blown off, walking one step one minute, then blue, his head's blown off the next. And he's an angry man. He's an angry man. He shot people at gas stations. I mean, it was just random. I mean, truly one of the, the top all-time American terrorists um, out there because he was n- kind of a novel American terrorist in the sense that people were afraid to go to Home Depot. People were afraid to get out of their car. They would sit in their car and pay people to pump gas for them. That's terror. When Americans are afraid to get out of their car, people were shutting their blinds because they thought they could get a random shot into the head while they're watching telly. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. We'll take a break here. We'll come back and uh, get into some more content that's business and financially oriented. 529 plan, great website to learn about saving for your kid's college is... Savingforcollege.com. Savingforcollege.com. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Hmm. Cheap and trendy is starting to gain in mindset of shoppers over luxury. Luxury is starting to fade a little bit. Two of the big purveyors of cheap and easy, cheap and trendy, are Hines and Moritz, also known as H&M. And Forever 21. Now, H&M is publicly traded. Forever 21 is privately held. Um, I would think H&M, sadly, is public, but it's out of Stockholm, Sweden. And they, the H&M could stand for hip and modish, but it's Hennes and Moritz, so that's not quite as good. It is designed cheap but chic clothing, mainly for men and women 18 to 45, children's apparel, and they got some cosmetics as well. About 60% of their clothing is made in Asia. The rest is manufactured primarily in Europe. H&M opened its first women's clothing store in 1947. Um, I don't really have much else to say about that. It's, it's, it's publicly traded, but you have to go get it on the Switzerland Stock Exchange, and that kind of stinks. If you take a look at their revenues, they've been pretty good, minus the recession. If you take a look at their earnings, they've been fantastic if you look at it in a recession. So I think the investment lesson that I'm trying to push right here is that... Jimmy Choo, shoes, not so cool anymore. They look great, but they show that you're kind of a financial idiot. Cute, sexy, and trendy, easy and fine. And, you know, it, it's okay to get a $5 t-shirt, even if after three washings it, it rips into shreds, because it's cute, sexy, and trendy. Now, the scene at Forever 21 is, you know, very, very over the top, whereas the scene at H&M is, you know, hushed interiors. So... They're both doing the same thing, cheap, trendy. You know, they can cut fashion and, and faster and faster and faster and get it out if they use cheaper products, and that's what they're doing. Uh, one over-the-top concept, one not so much, but the same thing that they're doing, selling product that we want and, and want to consume. I'm not saying we're all going to go cheap forever, but I'll tell you what, the discounters, they're kicking butt on Wall Street. The mainstream, underperforming, the high-end underperforming. Let's go to Mike and Milbury. Mike? 
Well, I've heard some of your callers ask what they might be able to do, you know, considering our economy and all this. There's a website, uh, citizensincharge.com, which seems to uh, list initiatives on, on the, around the country, you know, gives you details. I'm not too familiar with it, but there's also another one, ballotpedia.com. And if we could get a thing going where it would be easier to download an initiative from the Internet. I know in California you have to uh, print it on both sides with a one-inch border, and that's a problem in a lot of cases, at least for me, to download something like that. Can I ask you a question, Mike? Yeah. How old are you? Well, I've been listening to talk radio a long time, and I'm tired of seeing things not get done. You know, I, I don't like going to vote and not have a decent initiative on the ballot. Okay, so you're an initiative guy, but how old are you? I'm over 60. Over 60? How old are you? Come on, give me a number. What's the difference if you're over 60? <laughs> that's kind of true. Um, that's kind of what, What's your opinion on Viagra? What was that? Um, how old are you? Give me a number. Stock? I didn't hear Pfizer. V- Viagra. I'm not familiar with stocks. I, the name escapes me. So you listen to talk radio, and you want the younger people to take initiatives seriously and find initiatives. Well, that's the only way we're going to be able to do anything in this country. It's obvious you can't do it voting Democrat or Republic. The independents are completely out of the scene. Yeah. Unless you select a candidate, they could... The initiatives seem to be funded by one power or the other. And whether it's, you know, pro-choice or pro-life or pro-gay marriage or anti-gay marriage, they seem to be well-funded by conservatives or liberals. And well, I th- the, uh, Proposition 13, the property tax initiative, when that went through, a local talk show host on KGO put it, he had the Jarvis and Gann on the radio at least six times prior to like, going to the vote, and I credit him with passing that initiative in Northern California. Yeah. That was Jim Eason. You just might have kicked off an FCC violation for us. Did you know that? <laughs> well, that proposition could use a little cleaning up. I didn't like the businesses getting that break, but uh, there is a one thing keeping businesses in this state, and it's probably Proposition 13. You said a dirty word on radio, so i got to cut you off. You said KGO. We are not allowed to say that. And thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Now, who's with me? Old people should be turned into food and we should eat them. It's people. Silent green is made out of people. Listen to me, Hatcher. You got to tell them silent green is people. I'm going to be honest with you. We should take that guy's driver's license away, right? If he can't hear me ask how old he is and he gets confused that Viagra is a stock, I don't know. You know, my mom's 75 plus years old and she shouldn't be driving. So we've taken her car away. <laughs> we didn't take her license away. We just took her car away. It's kind of funny. When they get that old, you can kind of just trick them. You know, you could just sell the car and she's like, well, I guess I can't drive anymore. If you don't want him to go upstairs, you just put a, you know, like a... A two-foot barrier up because she's too old to step over it without falling, so she doesn't go upstairs anymore. You just kind of trick old people.
kind of push them through the, the rat maze, as you will. Give them a little corn here, a little little cheese here, and they'll follow you till they're ultimately done. I appreciated what he was trying to say. Um, individuals should get more politically active. Unfortunately, here's my problem with that. Individuals are stupid. We're a dumb nation. A lot of people are pro-life simply because they're pro-life. And they don't really think through the idea. A lot of people are pro-choice because it's cool to be pro-choice. And they simply don't think through the idea. We're not a nation of thinkers. We're not a nation that sits around the dinner table and argues and debates and, and figures out the merits of what we believe in. We just believe in it and we're willing to wave the flag. God bless America. We're not a great nation of thinkers. And the fact that you know we continue to put in career politicians to make decisions, it's inane. These are people that you wouldn't have running a company. These are people you wouldn't even have managing a 7-Eleven, making a decision on pro-choice, pro-life, Prop 13, Prop 8. It's insanity. The fact that the typical lobbyist buys most of the votes in this day and age, and the fact that a senator is just ultimately trying to get reelected again and again and again and increase his staff bigger and bigger and bigger, and get the number of hot women on his staff higher and higher to pre- increase his odds of getting some Viagra action, so to speak. Our politics is just broken. Mm, let's go to Keith in Nice Bay. Hey, Rob, how you doing? Good, Keith. How are you? Good. Hey, just, I, I called you uh, actually a couple weeks ago about a loan modification, which you told me to go ahead, and I was a little worried about my, my FICA score or whatever. And I have moved ahead, and I'm glad you, I called your show and, and listened to your advice. So. Oh, dear God. Thanks. I mean, they're, they're saving me 720 bucks a month, so good for the next five years. So it's good. Uh, I have a quick question. Um, when it comes to 401ks of my company, there's, I guess, they, there has to be a certain mix of uh, HCE and non-HCE, highly compensated employees and non-highly compensated employees. And I guess the government, the IRS, does a does a test yep. um, every year. So we failed. So uh, I'm an HCE and. Uh, so they've now decreased my 401 contribution yeah. from 10% to 1% for the rest of the year to our year end, which is um, end of January. Right. So what do you suggest I do with this extra money? <laughs> Sucks to be you, right? Um, there's what's called third-party administrators, TPAs, and they're the ones who do the stress test. It's not technically the IRS. Okay. Um, but highly compensated employees, a lot of companies will – First and foremost, can you get to the bosses and have them up the and up if you up the matching as a company, you can have HCEs, highly compensated employees, people who make big dollars, contribute more. Are the the higher ups just not willing to do matching anymore? Well, actually our company we took a ten percent cut in pay in hours and okay. they've actually temporarily suspended their contribution to our four one K. Okay. Well that's gonna be the number one thing that I would campaign for is get that back because you're going to want to save in a 401k versus anything else. It's the best way to save for people like you because you can lower your taxable income. It grows tax deferred and it comes out at a lower tax rate later in life. And you never pay state or federal taxes until later in life. And that's amazing because living in the state of California, I lose almost 50 to 60% of my paycheck before I get any of it to spend um, because the state, my, you know, I'm in a high tax bracket and then the state is a high tax bracket. And then the sales tax in the state is high the taxes are out of control. So what I would do, um, you're not going to qualify for a Roth. I would quali- I would consider um, funding an IRA and maybe converting the IRA to a Roth later. Um, or I would consider a Fidelity or Vanguard annuity 
um, that's low cost, and I would only go with Vanguard or Fidelity on a variable annuity because they're low costs. Um, I would consider that. Do you have a kid, or are you thinking about having a kid, Keith? I'm in my 50s. I'm 54. Okay, so no kids I, probably. So I, I, have, I have grandchildren. Uh, okay. my, son, my son's 29, so... Uh... No, not, no more no children. Grandchildren, yes. No okay. Children. Well, like maybe you can contribute some to their 529s, um, yep. ideas along those lines, and that's the basics, Keith. But, uh, yeah, you're not in a good situation. And sorry to hear that your company cut their, their matching. Get that back up as soon as you can because uh, yeah. the highly compensated employee, it's important. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639. So in his situation, if you can't do a, a 401K, and because he's a highly compensated employee, he's not going to qualify for a Roth. So I would qualify, I would go with an IRA and consider converting it to a Roth down the road and or an annuity and or a 529 plan and or a tax-efficient regular account, a tax-efficient um, in large part because you don't want to create a lot of capital gains for yourself. You, if you don't have to pay taxes, you don't want to pay taxes. So if you create, for instance, if in your 401k, if you had the, the trades going on there and in your non-401k, you had the... The non-trading action, that would be the better way of doing it. 800-345-5639. I'm going to come back to Troy and nap right after the break, but we have to go to break. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I got some good financial content coming, I promise. It's just right around the corner. Here on 910 AM, more stimulating talk. Rob Black, on the radio now, online, anytime. Talk910.com, podcast. Coming up next hour, I'm going to be speaking with Tom Campbell. I think he was in that Evil Dead movie. Wasn't he in Evil Dead? No, 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 no. He's running for governor of the state of California. I'll ask him about my crazy dreams. Last night I had a 45-minute dream of of seals barking at me for 45 minutes while dressed in R2-D2 costumes. 800-345-5639 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Let's go to Troy Napa. Troy? Hey, Rob, I have uh, two questions. First one, my wife's changed jobs a few times over the past 5, 10 years, and she has a few 401k plans out there floating around. I'm wondering yep. what your thoughts are about that. Call Fidelity and say, my wife has changed jobs a few times in the last couple of years, and she's got a few 401ks, and we need to consolidate them, and they will walk you through it. And the number's 800-FIDELITY. Okay. And, and I, my second question is, I have uh, kids two and five, and I stopped contributing to it until you told me to start putting money back in. I'm glad I did because I've almost recouped the losses. Good. But um, my thoughts were to kind of get them to ten grand and then just leave them alone, so I don't have to feel like I contribute have to contribute every month. What are your thoughts about that? They're two and five. First and foremost, yeah. First and foremost, max out your 401k as much as you can. Second, then you would do a 529 plan. 10k is a good number. Um, you're a good dad, raise them with good morals and teach them how to, you know, say no to, you know, various types of drugs and various types of scenarios. Um, keep, keep the good grades going, keep reading them books and, and hanging out with them. Um, don't feel that you have to pay for their college because there's grants and loans that can do that. And they're typically low cost. There's two types of debt that are good debt. And thanks for the call. It's mortgage debt and student debt. I got no problem with either. And again, be a good dad when they go to college, help them get a loan, co-sign with them. You know, get the loan for the parent. You can, Some parents overfund 529s, and they don't fund their own 401k. I prefer you max out your 401k, then the 529. Um, but 
10K is a good number. It's not going to go very far. Um, keep in mind that, you know, college today is $25,000 plus for four years, minimum, minimum. And if you're going to a good college, it's upwards of $100,000 for four years. Just throwing it out there. And there's also no shame in sending them to San Francisco State for a couple of years or Sonoma State. And, you know, the first two years, no one, you know, I got a friend who went to community college for two years and two years later he transferred into Harvard. He's got a degree from Harvard. Do you think anyone cares he went to community college? Not a chance on the planet. And some of these local colleges like Sonoma State and San Francisco State and Golden Gate University, they're damn fine programs. So don't don't be afraid of that. Let's go to Jeff in Saratoga. Jeff? Yeah. Hey, Rob. Yep. How you doing? Good. All right. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I've got a question. I'm, I'm concerned about the situation in Iran and what might happen if Israel decides to attack Iran. And specifically, I'm concerned about what's going to happen to the price of oil uh, and how that's going to affect me, and perhaps what I can, what kind of stock play yeah. I can make to maybe hedge uh, what might happen to the to the cost of oil. So I guess my question to you is, what do you think will happen to the price of oil if Israel attacks Iran, and what stock play could I do uh, to take advantage of that? Any oil mutual fund and or what's called a hard assets fund would be a play on that, Jeff. Go go Google Oppenheimer Hard Asset Fund, and you'll get a good feel for what's out there. Keep in mind, you're a wall of worry, and we've always had it, and we always will. Whether it's China or Russia or Iran or Iraq or the Saudis, um, or whether it's, you know, decentralized uh, countries, there's always going to be a wall of worry. And at some point in time, if Israel doesn't take out Iran, Iran's going to blow up and nuke Israel. At some point in time, they've been throwing sticks and stones at each other for years and years and years. And at some point, it's going to get worse. Thanks for the call. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.